Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Let's talk some footy, shall we? There are Saturday night games, starting with the Titans and the Bulldogs. Hope the, uh, the fantasy gods were nice to you yesterday. There's a few up and down ones for me anyway. Uh, with a couple of my trade-ins, one absolutely killing it and one having his sort of worst game of the season, but is what is. We'll, uh, we'll start here with that with our Titans boys. And it was a good one for me with, with Foggs with 67, which was good. Um, but we got Mofo up top with 94 in his 60 minutes. He was absolutely incredible the whole game. Every run, they couldn't even tackle him. He's just bouncing people off. So he's someone that, um, that becomes a very, very interesting option. Obviously, after 94, he's going to be up near 600K, you'd imagine, even though he's lost a bunch of money. But, you know, that... That brings him up to a 50, 50 and a half average, which before that was, you know, about 47. So hasn't been playing as well as you would have hoped. But if he can continue, you know, some more games like that, and I think they're a much better team when he's playing that way. Obviously, it was against the Dogs, and you probably can't expect that every week. But he's someone that um, becomes slightly interesting who's, you know, he's not going to play Origin um, and, and could do well for you. Thompson was an interesting one after having a, you know, a fairly big break through the middle of the game there after, you know, people were like, is he injured? What, you know, what's going on? He comes back on and he picks up a try uh, with no real negatives there, only the one error. So a uh, massive game from Thompson again, 69 in 45 minutes. So the question will be, can he, will he keep these minutes or is he going to go back to the 60-odd? Maybe it was a, you know, a week they were trying to give him a little bit extra rest um, yeah, because the last bunch of weeks have been so heavy for him. So I'm not sure. Um, and then on the other side, Tino was really strong with his 69 as well. So uh, went on to him uh, with with the extra, with with the little try there, which was something we expected a little bit more to happen, and and hasn't really happened so far. Um, moving on to to Fogs, and yeah, he's someone that you know just just one try assist, kicks his goals, and gets sixty seven, which is incredible. So, you know, moves up to a fifty two average now, and that includes obviously his his really low game where he got like what five or six, um, and a few thirties in there. So to have that average and and be this price, I think he's a, a really cool option for anyone side. You know, him, Moses, these types of guys are going to do pretty well. Uh, even, you know, even if the team only does okay or, or, or loses, you know, they're, they're going to get that 45-plus with these, with these big 60s games, which is, um, has been more prevalent for, for Fogs over the last bunch of weeks especially. So really happy with him and his output there. 
We move to, to Kotrick and 66 there. Just a, a much better game for him. Obviously got a couple of line breaks, try assists and a try, which is good. But again, not, not an option I'd be looking at. Avarillo has been absolutely incredible. I well, traded him when he had that, that small injury in, in, uh, in round three or something like that. And then he comes out and does this. So you know, averaging 42 now. And he's clearly one of the, one of the best centers in the game right now. If it continues where he gets to, to do the bulk of the kicking, you know, 478 kick metres, if he continues that and he's, he's tackling well and, and you know, solidly there, he's kicking goals for, you know, for, the, for the amount of tries that the dogs score. Uh, he's one of the premier centres in this game and it has the half dual position as well if you ever need it. So, um, yeah, amazing work for him. And he, he's someone that is going to be way too expensive come round 14, but if there happens to be any injuries, he could be someone that's a, re- someone that's a really good option uh, in that period there. But I wouldn't be trying to bring him in now with, uh, with one week until their buy. Uh, Hopper with 58, so sitting basically at his at his starting price now at 395. Uh, a much better game from him. 30 tackles in the centers, which is pretty crazy. So, uh, what well on to him again? Not someone I'd be looking at at this point. Uh, Sammy got 55. Brian Kelly with 48 was a nice solid game for him. 209 meters for a center is great, uh, and a lot of them were just sort of getting some early ball and making 20, 30 meters before doing something, whether it's a try assist or you know the odd tackle break there. And he, had, he only had two, so to get. You know, 48 with only a couple of tackle breaks and, and two offloads there uh, and no tries is really solid. So he's becoming a better option. He's still one, If you're needing someone under 450 in your, in your centres, then then I think it might be a decent time to, to pick him up in that round 12 or 13 there uh, so, you, so you can have a good scorer in your, or a decent scorer anyway in your centres that has the chance to become a keeper if the Titans start playing a lot better. Because we, we know what he did at the back end of last year when the Titans were great. So if you're looking for something like that, then, then that could be good. Uh, we moved to to Brimson and you know a couple of tries, only two tackle breaks, two hundred and thirty four meters though, which is solid. So again, he's he's doing a job for you in the wing fullback. Still very cheap at a five fifty price tag. So again, if you're needing someone uh, at a cheaper price point in the wing fullbacks, is going to be playing thirteen. You you would imagine so. I don't think he's going to get the the bench position, but you never know. You, you'd imagine. If Grant's fit to play, it could be like a Reed and a, and a Grant combination, and, and they can sort of cover a few positions if they need to, uh, and, and that would leave no no real room for Brimson with with Ponga coming back in the next week or so. So, um, yeah, something to think about there. Elliot played through the middle this time. He did look a lot better, uh, but picked up forty four in his fifty three minutes. So, yeah, if you're still owning him, it's time to, time to move on with their buy coming up, especially too. Uh, Chris Smith, one we want to talk about too, and Renouf, uh, Renouf Tony. So Renouf there with uh, 40 in his 41 minutes. Again, one of those guys that if you're picking him up in the last few weeks, it probably wasn't a good idea. You needed to pick him up obviously a while ago when he's making money uh, and those good scores. He just hasn't been able to hit the 50-odd that he was in those few, in those bunch of weeks there. Um, and just something to think about with these types of guys that haven't really been on the scene too much and 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 can go back to these lower scores after a few good ones, you know, a few standouts or a few extra minute games and then... And then come back to the pack there. When you look at uh, Smitty, he played 58 minutes. Was really, really, really low score uh, for, for the majority of it. And then picked up a try, which helped him. But you know, he's someone that, at this price point at 372, is, is, a, bit, is a little bit too much to, to go for one of these guys in a bad team that you're not sure how he, uh, you know, safe his spot is. Jackson could come back into the second row and take him or Dury's spot, for example. So yeah, have that in mind when you're looking at those types of guys. Uh, moving down the list, and people are asking about Shoop or Shop, however you say it. Um, he looked okay in his time on the field and then had some cramps and whatever at the end, so he went off at the last little bit. Uh, but again, this is what's going to happen with, with centres in, in an average side, especially when you know, a few of their wingers actually did pretty well. So uh, something to think about, and uh, let's talk about uh, Mr. Don. 
just just sticking strong with his 12 average for the year. So good on him. I do love him as a player, though, Anthony. But uh, yeah, that one was a pretty normal game. That that first one there. When you move to the uh, the Roosters and the Broncos, obviously a fair bit more was happening in this one. Bunch of sin bins. <laughs> Victor Radley getting sin bin three times. Looks like Crichton might be facing a few weeks out. Uh, two either way. Two weeks if he if he takes a guilty plea. Two weeks if he uh, if he fails, but he just have some more carryover points, I believe. So really annoying if you have him. But obviously with Origin coming up, he would get suspended for that game as well, if that makes sense. Um, they have the buy anyway in thirteen. So however that would work, he'd be missing the next two weeks if he uh, if he can't get off that, and it'd just be having to cover him next week. But you know, another great score for him. He did get obviously a try, but um, just just scored across the board there with you know four tackle breaks and a couple offloads there. So well done to him. David Mead actually had a pretty solid game again. So welcome back to him. But you know, twenty eight average is not great. Um, Palaszczuk should only get a couple of weeks. So unless they prefer him to Ricky and and they'll keep him there, which I doubt it. But yeah, a nice little try for him as well, which was good. Pangai with fifty nine. Just absolutely terrorised Sam Walker, I believe. All of those tackle busts were from uh, running over Sam Walker, but <laughs> um, poor kid. Jeez, imagine trying to tackle Pangai. That would be not fun at all. Uh, 59, 80 minutes, you're happy with that, uh, with only 22 tackles. Got the tri-assist there. So he's in, he's in a bit of... There's a, there's a lot for him to do on that edge there. He, he, can, you know, he can pass actually fairly well. He's got a nice offload. So uh, for him... Is he a chance of playing Origin? Possibly. Oh, that's the other thing with Crichton too, that that probably means that Madison's a good chance of playing Origin. So, ugh. Added to the list of fun things this weekend. Uh, Tupanua with 57. So, a nice try. Bunch of tackle breaks. Three line breaks. He was really strong. Um, but obviously, went off for HIA as well, which stopped him from playing the 80. Teddy was pretty good. Really happy with his efforts. Uh, 55 points with his three tries this there. Pretty much all at the start of the game was the majority of his points, so then sort of slowed it down as, as the Roosters started uh, getting beat, which I can't believe... Yeah, we didn't even talk about that. We Can we mention that the Broncos actually beat the Roosters and actually played okay? So, well done. We'll give you that. Um, Turpin with some decent scores again. Payne Haas with 51, so... Yeah, a, a lower game for him, but it's kind of standard. Like, that's, 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 his, uh, that's his floor, really, a 50... That 40 of is a bit of a random one. But yeah, two, two lower scores in a row is not ideal for Payne. And I think he's you know, going to be a really nice option in 14 or 15 for most people. Uh, Joey Manu, really happy with his involvement and his running sideways. Good work. Uh, there's a couple ones he actually ran straight and ran through the pack. But um, to get eight tackle breaks, 21 tackles, was really getting in there hard. But I'm a bit worried about him with those two high tackles in a matter of a minute as if that'll get him some carryover points and he might have to spend some time on the sidelines, but we'll find out. I haven't heard anything yet, Um, but really happy with his score and he's back over that 40 average now. So again, someone pretty cheap. He'd be cool to uh, pick up in like around 14 if if the Roosters start playing a bit better and more consistent. Uh, Takaho with a 44 in his 46 minutes, so still not big minutes, playing off the bench, doing okay. I wouldn't be looking at picking him up. Albert Kelly's an interesting one. I think a few people would have picked him up at 246, but actually played pretty solidly. His first kick back in the NRL was kicked out in the full, so that was not great. Um, yeah, so five missed tackles, three errors, but his actual gameplay and game management was actually pretty solid, and you'd imagine both of these guys don't get dropped over the next few weeks. So if you need someone for 13, then he could be an option for you, but we'll work it out during the week. Uh, Flegs with 39 in his 38 minutes. Uh, did have a couple of missed tackles and a penalty, but nothing, you know, nothing too crazy. 
just didn't get the minutes that we would have uh, thought and you know, was looking at a pretty low score until he got that you know, little bit of a runaway and, uh, and try assist there with a the flick to, to go the length for David Mead. So, yeah, a bit annoying, but I suppose you take the 39, but it's like, remember I said, that price point around that 370, 380. If you're picking him up then, you're needing 45 to 50 to, to make it really worth it and they make a lot of cash and, and obviously help your scoring because it's like, well... Do you play Flegler if you've got him in your team? If you've got 18 or 19 players available, which I know some people, most people don't, but um, you know, is he worth playing at a 30, getting a 35 or a 40? So that's the question there. Uh, Asako with 35 is okay. Again, you're holding him until 13. Tyson Gamble with 33. Obviously got Simeon right at the end of the game, which you know, was annoying for him. So a much better game. Fantasy-wise, only three missed tackles, which is good. So uh, he was sitting at 40 with a few minutes to go. Uh, and didn't get any further. So, yeah, you're happy with the 33, but obviously won't make any money with that higher break even after that low score. Uh, but that's that there. Lockie Lamb with the lower score. So, again, someone we just want to have a look at over the next bunch of weeks and see what happens with him uh, at that you know, awkward sort of 440 price point. And similar with Rads. If he, you know, <laughs> look at this. Two Simbins. Oh, I only got two Simbins in the end. Oh, yeah, there was a chance he was going to get the third. But, yeah, a bunch more um, penalties, obviously, four penalties. And then only one miss and the one error. So, Kind of scored pretty well when he was on there, but just too many demerits with negative 22 there. Uh, and he should be missing some time as well, unfortunately. Uh, ben, Benny Marshke, another one of those guys that sort of made a, made a decent amount of cash, but if you're picking him up a, a week or two ago after that big score, it's, you, know, you haven't really benefited from that with all those tackles that one week. Uh, Joseph Suwali, it was nice to see him play. Uh, you know, we've, there's been a lot of talk about him, and I think he held his own, if we're, if we're being honest. Um, Wanted to get in the work, ran hard. Can't really, can't really say much more about about his efforts there, which was good. Um, Kobe Hetherington was an okay free starter, and yeah, this is where we get a bit upset with with Sammy Walker, and, and just wasn't his night, obviously, with the Roosters not winning, and of course with Spencer Lanyu being named in the on the bench for the the Panthers, I was not up, well, was not able to loop Roger like was my plan. It was the, you know the, the second game of the round. I was like, all right, I'll put him in the five position. If he if he gets like a thirty on the on the wing, then I I won't play him. If he goes well, I'll just loop him for for Lanyu, and then of course he comes back. I then have to play Walker because Walker was the guy I had put in like number twenty one as my non player. Comes on and gets six. So everyone, just give me a, a virtual hug, please just to make me feel a little bit better. Um, but we'll talk about the next game, and there was one good and one bad in there with the Storm and the Raiders, and I'm sure you can work that one out as to who the bad and who the good was. And we start with the good, and I obviously brought in Nico Hines this week, and he was incredible. Wow. Everything. Just everything. 13 tackle breaks, 200 metres, try assists, goals, line breaks, whatever the hell you want. A turnover tackle to save a try. He was incredible, and yeah, whoever's, whoever ends up picking him up next year is going to be a really, really, really lucky team because he is a, a very, very good player. Obviously, in a, in a nice side, but he's you know you can see he's smart. He knows what he's doing. He's obviously pretty young, but but um, but yeah, so knows what he's doing, and and he was awesome. And I think he's owned by just under six percent of teams. So obviously, if you picked him up this week, you got a, a nice leg up on the other squads. But um, yeah, we'll talk a little bit about it. some of the other guys that I uh, one of the other guys I brought in, but. Um, Nelson, Lewis, Smithy, if you hold Smithy, well done. Picked up three tries early in the game. Just did a bit of everything, ran the ball well. Uh, so you're happy with that and definitely holding over the next few weeks, especially with all these suspensions and injuries, because that's been crazy. Like Trades are going to be so, so important uh, through this next period. I think there's going to be a lot of people that run out of trades with five, six games to go and, and are finishing the year with 14, 15 players. So if you can hold off, guys, if, if someone's like marginally, they're doing okay kind of thing, 
it's probably worth just holding them rather than trading because you know, the likelihood of you trading, using a trade, getting a guy in, and then that get, that person you trade in gets suspended or something is so much higher than it used to be. So just keep that in mind when you're going, uh, going through your trades. Uh, George Williams was 60. Harry and Ira was 60, so well done if you picked up him. He would have been a much nicer pickup. Or Reese Walsh compared to... Where's this dickhead? Uh, 31, bro. 31 for Starling. Anyway, we'll come back to that. <laughs> Uh, Welshy, we had uh, Christian with 48 in his 51 minutes, so pretty solid. Turnover tackle, three offloads, not too much else, which was fine. Again, you're probably moving him on, moving him on at 13, or you know, if he's someone that's pretty solid and you can be scoring okay, but you can kind of just just deal with uh, deal with you know what he's doing in, in his slightly under 50 scores, and then um, that'll be fine and probably worth holding there. Uh, Remus Smith with 48, kind of showing that he's probably almost a keeper in the centres there, which is good. Uh, and just someone you just got to keep holding. Plays 13, keep it up with him. Here we also can talk about there. Chewy was 41. It's probably, you know, after 13, it's definitely a time to, to move him on. Uh, after, you know, some of the decent work that he's done, averaging 42 over the first little period there. Uh, we'll move along to the last few guys. Jennings has been okay over the last bunch of weeks, but he's probably a bit too expensive. Ryan, Sut- Ryan Sutton was a good welcome back for him with 53 minutes for 37. But again, someone you can probably wait a little bit. He'll be interesting if he can lose a little bit of cash over the next few weeks to get back to a big minute role in, in round 14 or 15 as, as someone that could be a, potentially a keeper for you. Um, yeah, we'll move down to Starling. And yeah, obviously someone that I brought in and was a little bit you know, unlucky. Obviously the first sort of 15 minutes, they had all the balls. So we didn't have to do any tackling. And then you know 30 odd minutes in, he, he, get, he hurts his leg, which was a missed tackle. And then he gets tackled over the line twice by Nelson who one was almost a tri-saver, which he gets a couple of missed tackles for. So he was very, very early on, like five, six missed tackles, which was uh, pretty shitty. Um, and then just didn't get to run the ball. You know, obviously he's not going to run the ball when he's injured. So it's just a just a tidal wave of, of crap when you, you know, you're you picking up a guy that you're looking to average you know, over 50. It just, it just none, none of it worked out. And I, I can't blame it on, I can't blame it on anyone. It's just how it goes, but... Yeah, that's not exactly what we want. I've kind of been lucky a few of the weeks now. I like obviously picked up Dewey when he picked up when he got a hundred. I've got Nico Hines with a hundred now. Uh, Dewey ends up getting twenty seven and, and playing in the centres, but whatever is what it is. So yeah, if you picked up Starling, don't don't stress about him unless he's going to be out for the next few weeks. But not ideal when I could have picked up Reese Walsh, for example. Uh, Hudson Young with the lower game with twenty seven. That's about it. Oh, actually, we got one more to go. Olam two. <laughs> Picked him up in the people squad this week, and he and he goes for a two. That's that's beautiful. Six tackles and seven missed tackles. So what on to what on to you, Olam? Uh, Ninety-two meters and one tackle break. So yeah, you'd imagine that never happens again with him and Adokar getting two and eleven. So just nothing happened down that left hand side with with no Munster and, and no Pap. So hopefully that doesn't stick around for for these guys, but. If it does, then then we're in a little bit of a little bit of strife. But there you go, guys. That's the uh, that's the three games for Saturday. I hope you enjoyed those ones. Please hit like, subscribe if you are, and we'll catch you in the Sunday games. Have a good day, guys. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
it. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.